Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the New Hunter's Guide. The podcast helping new hunters get started and helping active hunters learn new things. I'm your host, George Kanidis, and today we're going to be talking about gear for predator hunting. Specifically coyotes, foxes, and the like. But this will apply to the broader subject um, that's applicable to everything from bobcats to mountain lions to wolves in many cases. So when we look at gear for predator hunting, and we're going to, we've talked about firearms separately, we've talked about calls separately, we've talked about decoys, we're going to talk about flashlights, I'm talking about what you wear and what you carry on you here. There's two different ways to look at gear for predator hunting, we're going to just talk briefly about both of them. On one hand, you have what's the least you can do in order to get into the sport and to try it out. And then you've got what's the right stuff to take for a beginner in order to to optimize and maximize your chance for success without breaking the bank. So let's get started right on with what is the least that you can do. So straight up predator hunting at night with a flashlight like we've been talking about for the last few episodes with a call and a decoy, you can get away with some of the modest gear of any type of hunting. Uh, Anything dark will do. Black, brown, gray, green, any dark colors that you can wear uh, is going to work out because the flashlight, your flashlight work is going to determine everything. Like we've talked about in the past, you're going to scan that field. As soon as you see those eyes at a distance, you keep that flashlight on them, and you effectively blind the predator to whatever's behind the flashlight. 
where the gear matters is if you're wearing something bright enough to be seen anyway, if you're wearing a white shirt, you're just going to stand out. The flashlight might not even cover you. Or that split second that you spend combing the field back and forth whenever the light's not on them, if you stand out like a sore thumb, they're going to bolt. You may never know they're there. So you need a, a modest amount of stealth, which can be in the form of just some dark clothes, just no whites, no blues, no, no light glowing, anything kind of colors that are going to pick up the light. You just want to dress as dark as you can. Gloves help, face mask helps, not necessary, um, but you just want to dress dark. Same thing with your shoes and with a hat. Uh, the other side of that is walking through the woods to and from your spot. That matters. You, you, you won't, don't want to be seen, and if you are seen, you want to minimize your chance to be detected or to appear as a threat. So you want to blend in as much as you can. And of course, you don't want to spook anything else that might potentially spook what you're hunting. So that's sort of the lowest degree that you can go in at. Now for footwear, you can get away with a lot of stuff for predator hunting because unlike deer hunting and even turkey hunting, you're not going to be sitting in one spot for very long. You are not going to sit for more than an hour unless there's some action and it's unfolding slowly and you can see it or hear it and you're just waiting on it. You're going to get there, you're going to call, you're going to sit and wait for 15 minutes, then you're going to call for a half hour, maybe up to 45 minutes and if you don't hear or see anything, you're out of there and on to the next spot. So you're going to keep moving, your feet aren't going to likely get as cold uh, and really the whole thing goes with the rest of you, you're not going to likely get as cold. But it's easy to throw on extra layers of hoodies and stuff underneath a dark outer layer. But when it comes to footwear, that sort of matters a little more. So you can get away with less when it comes to predator hunting. Now, if you're out in the middle of winter and you're walking on snow and the wind's blowing, yeah, it's going to matter, but it still won't matter as much as it does, say, for deer hunting when you're just going to sit there for four, six, eight, ten hours in those weather conditions trying not to move if at all possible. So you can get away with a lot less. In your pack, what you're going to take with you, obviously you're going to need your call and your decoy and your flashlight. You're going to need a searchlight. If you shoot an animal, um, whether it's a clean kill or the, it runs for a while and you need to, to track it, you're going to need a good white flashlight that you can track it with. And then you're going to want to have, um, most places you don't need a tag for this kind of game, for a bobcat you will, maybe for a wolf you will, depending on where you are. If you need a tag, you want your tag and a string and whatever you need to fix that tag. But you don't need a whole lot in your pack. You, can, you need a knife for field dressing. You need some gloves in order to, to, to handle that. You know, some paper towels are good. Um, and a headlamp. You want to definitely want to have a headlamp. Um, just a little light you can strap on your head. You can get them for five, ten bucks. Uh, sometimes cheaper. That way, if you are field dressing the animal, especially if you're by yourself, you can see what you're doing. You can make good decisions, and you're not gonna, you know, cut your hand or something. So those are kind of the basics. Now, if you're gonna step up from there, and again, that's where you can get started. You say, you know what? I want to go predator hunting. Um, you know, wh what's the least I can do? Just you can do that. You can get out there. You can get a taste for the sport. You can maybe even have some good success and then decide if it's worth investing more. 
And keep in mind too how far you've got to walk from your parking spot to where you're going to be hunting matters. If you're going to walk a couple hundred yards, that's a different deal than walking a couple miles. So you just want to keep that in the back of your mind in terms of what kind of gear you have. So the next level up from there, what is some modest beginner type gear? Well, what's ideal for a beginner to have? Not not the not the person who's rolling in cash, but somebody who wants to do this, who's wants, willing to invest a little bit, or maybe you've got some hunting gear and you want to piece together what's right for this. What do you want to do there? Well, dark camo. If, if it's snowy, then a white camo. But if it's not, you want to wear a dark camo. You want to have, uh, you want to be in camo from head to toe. You want to have camo gloves. You want to have dark or camo boots. You want to have a camo hat, camo face covering if you can. All trying to minimize any potential exposure of the animal seeing you while the flashlight's not on it. You know, you're scanning the, the east side of the field and he comes in from the northeast and he can look at you. You want to minimize the chance of you of you spooking it, of being discovered by trying to, to wear a good set of camo. When it comes to boots, you want to wear something... <clears throat> that is as quiet as possible for walking, for standing, for pivoting. Um, you know, sound really matters as much as anything. Like I said, warmth is important, but you can get away with more here. You can throw some hand warmers or some foot warmers in your boots. This is the time where those stick-on foot warmers that only last like five to six hours work out real nice because you're not going to be out all day. You want to get out as soon as the sun goes down and then you've got maybe four good hours of hunting um, and then the night time's out or you time out or whatever. So you can get away with less, but you want to have quiet foot gear. You want to be as quiet coming in as possible. When you're thinking about your pants and your coat, you want them to be as quiet as possible. You know, when I go to the store to buy hunting gear, I don't even look at gear until I've touched it. I just walk through, my hand goes across the racks. When I find something that feels right, then I look at it and evaluate it and say, hey, is this something I'm interested in? But what I'm feeling for is something that won't make noise when it rubs together. So I'll grab the two pant legs or the arm and the side of the jacket and I'll rub them together and listen as close as I can to see what kind of sound does it make, uh, how quiet is it, or does it make a lot of swooshing sound. It's all about sound because you're going to walk in there as quiet as you can. You're going to sit for 15 minutes and just sort of let the woods calm down around you because you've left some disruption whether you realize it or not. And then you're going to start calling. You're going to call to predators that are within earshot, which means if you were loud enough, they heard you. It's not maybe like you're hunting some other kind of game where you get in there early in the morning and you know that deer might walk a mile or a couple miles or who knows how far. Uh, the bird might have flown in from a different hunting area in the middle of the day and those animals wouldn't have heard you when you got there. Now these ones are going to hear you if you make too much noise on arrival. So you got to be quiet, you got to be stealthy. And your pants and your boots and everything needs to help support that initiative um, in terms of you know, beginner gear. And of course, beginners tend to be louder than experienced hunters just by virtue of practicing stealth. So anything you can get that way to help you, the better. In terms of your backpack, uh, again, you don't need a whole lot more than 
the bare bones approach. You need a headlamp, you need a search flashlight, you need a knife, you need some gloves, um, some paper towels, bottle of water for drinking and for then rinsing your hands off if, if something happens. Um, maybe you want to bring a garbage bag to, to put the fur in or the whole animal if you're going to take it out like that depending on the size and what you're hunting. You know, for foxes, you can maybe throw a couple of those into a bag. Um, you know, and then if you want to add some accoutrements, you could have a seat. Although I'd recommend you stand and you have a tripod like we've talked about in the past, or at least a good bipod as a rest just at the edge of the field. But if you want to carry a seat so you can sit there for your 15 minutes and you don't have to sit on the ground, you can do that. But not, not that much is necessary because, like I said, you're only going to be there for up to an hour. And if the ground is wet and cold, maybe just bring a, a cushion to sit on just so you don't get wet while you're, you're waiting out your 15 minutes and then you stand up and start hunting. So there's not a whole lot beyond that that you need. Um, you know, the, the, the specialty gear is the call and the decoy and the flashlight and those items, and the bipod, and then a rifle that'll do the job. All things that we've talked about in the past are going to talk about in upcoming episodes. So if you get those down, what you wear is not as big of a deal. But like I said, stealth matters more, and, and being good with the flashlight matters more than fancy clothing or footwear. But if you can invest in some clothing or footwear, then you want to think stealth all the way and quietness over everything. So that's my advice to you guys. I hope that's helpful. Again, I don't want you to spend a lot of money to try to break into this sport. You do not need to do that. But if you've decided that you like this and you enjoy it and you want to go further, then I hope those tips will do it for you. Uh, next week we're going to come back as we continue this series on predator hunting so be on the lookout for that episode and of course head over to the newhuntersguide.com so you can check out the show notes additional information resources more shows episodes everything that you need to help you get started and uh, to get better at it so until then god bless you guys and go get them in the woods <laughs>